You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Na, 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 na. Hi, y'all. It's Amir Yasai with The Take On for the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. It's Amir Yasai with the Broadway Podcast Network for The Take On. And guess who we're taking on today is my good friend, Arise Wainzer, trans supermodel of the world, honey. Um, how are you? Hi. Hello, hello, hello. I'm good. Um, good. I'm happy to hear that. Y'all can't see, um, but Arise is rocking a wig, honey, that's enviable by many. I love it. Yes. You love my wigs. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I, I love a wig moment. <laughs> I'm not going to so, deny I that. Think they're the new, like, they're the new accessory. Like, they're like a purse. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody really? should have one. And they go with every outfit. Like, I have a wig for every outfit because some... Like, your real hair just doesn't go with everything. I'm like, this is way too formal for what my hair is giving me today. She needs to be cut. And so, yeah, wig. Hello. Like, they're always just perfect. I'm all for it. I I have my own set of wigs, and I name them, and they give me life. Every time I don't want to go somewhere, I put on a wig, and I'm ready to go. Exactly. Uh It turns turns you into who you need to be once you get there. You're like, I actually need to be social right now, so... Wig, because my real hair is going to make me grumpy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good meme. I love that. That's a good yeah, meme. Yeah, just because, you know, you feel like you're home. You're like, ugh. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, too casual. I love that. It's yeah. too casual. Just your own hair is too casual. That should be on a t-shirt somewhere. Yes, your own hair is too casual. <laughs> I actually love that. I love that too. Oh my God. Well, listen, you're always so busy. You're always doing so many things. Um, I know, you know, quarantine's been a bit challenging for both of us. We like to be out and about. We love a live audience. We like to, you know, be out on the town. Um, And obviously with the BLM movement, you've been very active and you've really spoken up, you know, for trans lives as well. Um, You had mentioned to me that you went to a rally um, for BLM and not one of the names read was a black trans woman who was murdered. How did that make you feel like being part of the movement? And, and kind of not, and being a bit overlooked. You know, it was like, at the time, it was it was Tony McDade, whose name they didn't say because it had happened just mm-hmm. two or three days prior to the protest I went to. And that's why it bothered mm-hmm. me so much because it was big news in our community. And for them to go down a list of like some 44 names of police violence and police brutality victims, and not one of them was a trans person, not one, because there, mm-hmm. it's happened to us too by the hands of police. And so I thought, I'm not really here. Like, I don't count, but you need, you want me to vote. You want me to come out. You want me to show up. I'm a black trans woman myself. 
And I just mm-hmm. feel invisible in my own community. And that is a shame. Like, it's a shame, you know? And that's why they had the whole, the next protest that I went to was all Black Lives Matter. And it was really for that. It was because nobody was speaking out for trans people that were going through the same thing. And then it also included trans people dying by the hands of just anybody calling trans panic. Wow. Wow. I mean, we know that even in West Hollywood, it's been happening and we've heard about these murders for years. And I feel like it's finally like being amplified in some way. But I, I there was always like, even in the queer community, there's such an overlooking to the LGBT, like the T, it seems like a lot of people overlook it. And a lot of, I've heard a lot of gay men say like, oh, why is BLM kind of affecting pride? But without a black trans woman, Marsha P. Johnson, there would be no pride. Can you talk yeah. to us a little bit about that? history yeah like i just it makes me sick that we're the brick throwers every time like why do we have to start every revolution you know <laughs> like this, <laughs> like but then no one wants to show up for us like how come we're never invited to the party we're never given a seat at the table um we're never part of the big conversation like when there's like gay city council meetings or whatever like there's always just rich white older men male gays in charge of everything and so we don't have a voice when like, I don't know, when we literally created pride, literally created pride and people want to act like they have nothing to do with this. I'm like, oh, like, it's like Miranda Priest, like, you think this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I do believe it was the first brick that we threw. And um, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the, <laughs> that movie you guys tried to rewrite in 2015 with a white uh, cis gay male, I believe. And um, you got shut down for that. No one saw the movie because we knew it wasn't accurate. And now mm-hmm. we're back here in these streets with a march for trans women, like for mm-hmm. black trans women that are being slaughtered habitually. Absolutely. And people are saying, say the name, because I think there's a lot of stuff in the media where like, even if you look at the media coverage of the BLM movement, now that the looting is like not as, you know, front and center, like they're not even advertising all the peaceful protests. Like they wanted to show the looting. They wanted to like cover up these trans murders. They, they, Trans, you know, I was talking to uh, Reverend Megan Rohrer today and her, um, she's trans, first trans pastor and her daughter is a seven-year-old black trans uh, girl. And she said, well, when they travel state lines, they have to take paperwork. Like that's how unsafe they feel in the U.S. So I I think a lot of people don't know this. They think, oh, we're in the U.S., we're progress, we're like, you know, we're freedom. But for a lot of people, it's not. (laughs) No, it's a real privilege to just be able to spin a globe and pick where you want to visit in the world because I have to do careful research to make sure I can't be murdered or detained at the airport. (laughs) Because even if I get out of the airport, um, I can still be murdered legally. So it's it's just like, I, and that's for some places in the U.S., you know? So... Because mm-hmm. California doesn't have a trans panic law. I'm safe here, but I have to I have to vote in favor of and I have to think of my sisters elsewhere. And so I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I that um, stuff oh, Reese, can you break that down for me? What's trans oh, yeah. what's the trans oh, panic? God. What's that? Can you break me. that down? Okay, let me let me do some mm-hmm. legal mm-hmm. legal jargon. Yeah. Um okay, so trans yes, panic please. is a law that's in place that means you can pretty much legally kill a trans person. If you say, oh, I didn't know they were trans and I got scared and so I killed them. And this is, I think it's legal in 43 states. Correct me if I'm wrong, whoever. What? (laughs) Yeah, legal. Yeah, that's why when they do kill us, it's like a slap on the wrist. They're like, he's getting five months probation. 
don't kill any more Black trans women now. And I'm like, which means our, our lives don't have any value because we're trans. And that's why when we say check your privilege, it's not because you haven't gone through struggles. It's just you haven't gone through struggles because of your gender identity or just because of, and, you know, obviously being a woman is a different set of gender identity problems. But um, being a Black trans woman in America is a fucking public health risk. <laughs> it is because I could just die on my way oh. to the store because people are legally allowed to kill me. This is like blowing my mind. I, I feel almost ashamed as an activist to have not known about this. Like I, I'm literally like, it, you guys can't see, but I'm like just fully fucking like feel crazy because how can you say that? Like, it, it's just, oh, I didn't know they were trans so I can murder whoever I want. It's like, that's, I mean, and wow, this country. Yeah, people want to paint us like we're radical, like we're, we want more rights than everyone else. No, we just want to make it home safely. Like, I don't think that's reaching for the fucking stars here. <laughs> I think uh, mm -hmm. I think it's completely plausible and it's and it's fair. Like, I'm not trying to get any anything over on anyone and we're not trying to fool anyone. And these guys, all, all of them are lying. Every single man who has killed a trans woman and said they didn't know what was going on is absolutely lying because half of them... Um, we're hiring these girls. Um, half of them were dating these girls. Like, it, like after careful investigation, they're like, oh, it turns out he was linked to her and they'd been on the phone for months and like they'd met up a few times before and then he panicked when his friends found out and that's when he killed the bitch. And so it's it's always something like that. You can look this stuff up. I'm not, I wish I was making this up. It's insane no. how it's le it's pretty much legal to kill us for sport in America. We're, we're fair game. And nothing happens to these people. And so we're having to scream, say, say, say our names and protect us while we're still here. And everyone's saying, oh, fuck these bitches. Like, oh, they're always making noise about something. No, we're throwing your first bricks. You can fucking vote for us in our favor. You can help us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also help us when we're not um, just entertainers, right? People love to, oh, I yeah. love Orange is the Black. I love Laverne Cox. I love Pose. But what about the regular trans woman who wants to work at a fucking Target? Let's protect her. You know what I mean? And I think that exactly. there's a level, like there's a differentiation. And even with the just Black voices in general, people love their Beyonce, but they don't, they want to say the N-word to their neighbor. I mean, it's, it's a very interesting dichotomy. I'm curious as to someone who's been in entertainment, you've navigated, you know, you've been on a show called Strut, you've done all these different, you know, projects and shows and movies. It, it must be hard to take up space. I mean, you have a very strong personality like me. We're, we're funny, we're loud, but you know, it's so hard to get at these tables. I haven't been there. Everyone's cisgendered, no one's femme, everyone's masculine white gay men mm -hmm. holding the keys to the city. How have you pushed past that, like to get where you are? You've got to start sleeping with them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it don't hurt, girl. It don't hurt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. um, although I'm not opposed to sleeping my way to the top, I just haven't had the opportunity. So <laughs> I mean, I've been sleeping my, my way to the middle, girl. The middle don't look so good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now that we've had our fun, let's get back to being serious. Okay. Yes. Thank you all for letting me have that. I had to make a joke somewhere. Now, so, um, <laughs> Okay, so being present, um, being in the public, it's been, my goodness, like the first week of the protests, I was, um, like I posted online and I was posting resources for people and, but I wasn't going to the protests and I was, I was genuinely scared to just leave my house because I was, I was kind of frozen because I couldn't believe this was happening in my lifetime because I'm happy it's happening, but then I'm afraid of how they're reporting it because they're not reporting it appropriately or correctly because you've got to follow the money. Like the money is, honey, who owns all of these news stations? The 1%. 
they want this spun the way that they want it spun. And so they're going to demonize Black people like they have done for hundreds of years. And they've gotten away with that. And it's in the American psyche. Racism is American as apple pie. And so Mm -hmm. it is. Like people love being racist, honey. They were allowed to carry their Confederate flags up until last week. Up until last week. It's the year 2020. And they're carrying what's the (laughs) equivalent of a Nazi flag to Black people around on putting on bumper stickers there's no there's no excuse for it and and fun fact for everyone that doesn't know the confederacy only lasted four and a half years so your your heritage you're defending is uh is younger than my boobs my boobs are 10 years old i know i should i should wave a titty flag around these are trans tits and they're my heritage and so i can if i can do that if i can legally do that with my bare breasts on a flag then like maybe it would make more sense than your, it would actually make more sense than your little flag that didn't even last. And it's a second place uh, flag. You guys didn't win. You guys didn't, you didn't win. win. Y'all lost. <laughs> yeah, there are no, there are no monuments to Hitler or any fucking Nazi soldiers anywhere in Germany. Um, they have monuments to the Jews who were killed and they have um, concentration camps where you can go and learn how not to be a shitty human being. And so though that, honey, that's how you memorialize people. That is how you, learn from your mistakes you don't keep statues up glorifying slave traders Mm -hmm. and so let's really let's really nail that one in the head like why why the hell do i have to go to slave trader number one high school like (laughs) robert e lee high school and shit absolutely not why are black people walking through these halls of a racist Mm -hmm. man this is and also why are we more upset about these statues and these and these names of racists and murderers than we are than the actual murder of a black man george floyd those people are more upset about the statues than they were about the murder of an innocent person that's like that's where it gets for me where i'm like i don't understand what you're holding on to what pisses me off too is that this is where it's like fuck those people because they're saying Mm. you're you're erasing our history you're erasing um our lineage and our, and I'm like, oh, wait, oh, you mean like you erased our history and our lineage and all our cultures? You think all the Africans you stole from Africa believed in Jesus Christ? <laughs> Girl, mm-hmm. bye. You stole that from them. You snatched all mm-hmm. of their cultures. They weren't allowed to do anything. And so we had to create our own culture that you still steal constantly. That's how you have uh- Justin Bieber and Iggy Azalea winning Grammys for shit we've been doing for years. Biting mm-hmm. off of us. And it's not that they can't do that. Amen. We never, we never get our day in the fucking sun. We never get our day in the sun. And like, why can I count on one hand the times a black woman's been nominated as best actress when I've seen a best actress uh, Oscar worthy performance from many black women? Absolutely. Absolutely. Constantly. I mean, the Oscars themselves. I mean, right. It took them what a BLM movement to finally put Eva DuVernay and Whoopi Goldberg as chairs of diversity. Why didn't that happen earlier? First of all, when you're going to do diversity, why they they put a white person as the diversity? Honey, that doesn't make any sense. And also, Whoopi Goldberg is a dinosaur. She could have been put Mm -hmm. on. She could have been put on after Sister Act Two. Why the hell? No, for real. Like absolutely. After she got an EGOT, she should have been put on honorarily. Mm -hmm. Like you know what? I think Mm -hmm. this bitch keeps winning stuff. Maybe put her on the board. You right. know, like, Absolutely. Be, yeah, why not honor diversity with a diverse cast? You cannot honor, mm-hmm. you cannot have white people, uh, ca- you cannot count on white people to do the diversity card, play the diversity card, mm-hmm. because it hasn't worked in 450 years, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Sorry, the track I mean, you're so right. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. doesn't show it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and listen, the proof is in the pudding for a lot of people. They say, oh, things are better now. And it's always coming from a cisgendered white voice. Things are better now. Do we keep, need to keep complaining? Well, it's nice for you. Like, you're getting opportunities left and right. 
I have more diversity flowing through the veins of my body than there is in any of these white gay shows. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And Amen. that is an actual fucking fact. Yeah. Like, let's look at my ancestry DNA. None, it, bitch, it's, long, it's a longer list than any of the heritage of these people, of these, uh, people on your show. And that's Absolutely. most white shows. And so no, I call true. them white shows because they call our shows black shows. If there's more than three mm-hmm. black people, it's considered a black show. And really, it just reflects real life a little more accurately. Absolutely. And the first time for me where I, I, I realized that they stopped saying black show was with Insecure. I don't know what happened with that show and HBO, the way they promoted it. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but there were many few times where I heard people say Insecure, the black show. Somehow they were able to, I don't know what they did. It's funny because I heard white people specifically saying the words, oh, it's not a black show. It's like for everybody. Mm. And so I thought this is funny. And I love that they're allowed to say that out loud. And that's the other problem with Hollywood. Hollywood literally says out loud all the time that our black dollars don't matter. They don't ever want to fund a movie or a project if it's mostly black or by black people. And if Mm. it does, uh, if they do fund it, it has to be a number one blockbuster hit. Whereas white people are allowed to have all the flops they want and they get a second chance every fucking week. Like Mm -hmm. how many, I'm sorry, I've seen at least four terrible Angelina Jolie movies, but she's still Mm -hmm. an A-list celebrity. They still put her on the front of everything. And Maleficent 2 was trash. I'm sorry, I'll say it out loud right now. It yeah, was. it was trash. And mm-hmm. so what I mean is we're still gonna we're still gonna have her back for something else because we love Angelina Jolie. But how come she can carry a movie, but Carrie Washington has to go to number fucking one every su- single time? She cannot have any flops. No flops mm-hmm. from Carrie Washington. It needs to be Django or Car- uh, or fucking Olivia Pope. It needs to be mm-hmm. number one. We always mm-hmm. have to be better than everyone else. And so we learned that from a very young age too. I, I learned as a black youth from my parents, I had to be 110% better than everyone else because, and that's not do my do 110% while they're doing 100, you have to be 220, girl. Like you have to be way better than what they're doing because you will go unnoticed, they will never let you have anything and you have to be the best. You have to be the best. And so I've always been the best at everything I've done because mm-hmm. they don't allow us any rooms for error because they're like, oh, of course she didn't do well. Right. Oh, they, oh, you right. know, she's she's trans. She's trans. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she's she's black. You know, like, well, wow. you know, we should have just gone with the white girl. No, we have to be better because they wanted to go with the white girl initially. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's really well said for a lot of people who start in entertainment as well. It's just the unfair advantage. Like when people find out my name's Amir Hassan, all of a sudden, because I'm white passing and they're like, oh my God, Amir Hassan. You're, oh my God, he was so aggressive. I remember I was shooting something and all I said was I told the director how I wanted the shot and everyone said, wow, you're so aggressive. Really? The, the yeah. white co-host of mine had been complaining all day and no one said anything to him. So yeah, no. it, it's very clear. No, it's absolutely true. Whereas they would have called him a go-getter. Mm-hmm. He would have been a go-getter. Like, oh, you know, he was so assertive. They just changed the ifs. They're like, oh, you're mm-hmm. aggressive. He's assertive. Fuck that absolutely. shit. I'm not <laughs> exactly. Black woman. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. I'm not a sassy black girl. I am mm-hmm. entitled. <laughs> I am. I told you. I've told you this before. I am the Hillary Banks of black trans women. Like, yes. I, I grew up with stuff. Like, I like no. Like, you're not gonna treat me like. And not that you should treat anyone with disrespect. It's just they come at me sideways so often, and they I, with microaggressions. Like they'll be mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "Did you go to college?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Did you finish?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, "What do you mean, oh wow?" Because I'm black, because I'm trans, I couldn't finish college because I'm a model. These dumbass uh-huh. microaggressions, I'm always smarter than you, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to, you know, people have me so fucked up and they have so many of us fucked up and they count people of color out all the time. 
all the mm-hmm. time. They don't expect us to. Though you speak so well, as opposed to what you slut. <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> what, what? Else would I? What would you want me to talk like? I one of my ex boyfriends um, was Ethiopian, and he was very smart. He had a master's degree, and, and again, you don't have to have a master's degree. You can be very smart and eloquent. But white people would regularly tell him, "Wow, you are so." Like, you're so good with your words. Like, at restaurants, people that didn't know us would be like, wow, like, he's so well-spoken. What did you expect him to be like? Did you think he was going to speak to you in clicks? Like, (laughs) girl, (laughs) like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is 2020 we're talking about. This is is the year of, like, the Jetsons. Why the fuck? Why the fuck are we still in the 50s? Why? Well, it's because they're not calling people out. That's the thing, Aries, right? There's so many Karens, and everyone's like, racism makes me uncomfortable. Um, If you go right now in my neighborhood, there's two um, Trump stores that they've set up at the gas station. They're selling Trump stuff. During this movement, like, go home. Like, nobody wants you. Burn it all. (laughs) Burn Burn it to the ground, honey. Burn the White House down. I don't care. I'll say it. Anyway... My people. Why, are, it why is free. it even called the White House? Like, because it's it's all about white supremacy. Every building in that uh, in that town is white. That's it. They're all monuments to white supremacy. They mm-hmm. all are. And so when absolutely. people get mad about us burning down shit that we built for free, you have me absolutely fucked up. Like you have yeah. yet to pay us back for for building this. We have gotten no reparations. I think we should tear it all down and start over. We should overthrow the government and we should start completely over. We need some sort of parliament system where there's a balance and we need to get rid of the electoral college. I have a lot of opinions on this. We don't need that. I have a lot of opinions on this and (laughs) voter suppression should be illegal. It doesn't make any sense how it's not. And so they they already know what they're doing. This, everyone's like, oh, it's a broken system. No, the the system is working exactly like it was supposed to. The 13th amendment has kept slavery legal to today. Mm -hmm. It's literally legal to own Mm -hmm. slaves so long as they're incarcerated. Wow. Yeah, because they don't pay those prisoners to do- They um, do not. Yeah. They do not, and most of them are Black. And Mm -hmm. so that's that's why they let these white people with the same crimes off with petty, like with little petty charges. Like, oh, you'll get two years, the Black person gets 25 years because they need slaves for 25 years. They need lifetime slaves. And so we're still being enslaved. They let us have little colonels. They let us have our Oprah. They let us have our Beyonce. They let us have our Obama. But honey, those are not the big picture. The big picture is that we are still an enslaved people. And mm-hmm. we are, honey, we're hitting the streets now. Now This is this is not going back to what it was. I guarantee no. you that. There's no so, way. This is the last hiccup of this regime of mm-hmm. trying to get white supremacy to be a thing. And it hasn't worked well for everyone. And so it's not going to work. We're only 10 years away. We're literally only 10 years away statistically from being a mixed nation. Like white people will be a minority. And so you can't be the Supremes anymore because no. honey, whoever has the gold makes the rules. We're going to have the power. Power's in the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so power's in numbers. That's the gold. It's in numbers. Mm-hmm. They don't fuck fast mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. I mean, that's I think it. that even even walking around and saying like, you know, when I was with my ex and it was like people would come up to us and be like, wow, like you and this is in LA. People were so shocked that we were in interracial relationship. I think that shock is wearing off. People are getting mixed and they're they're meeting people they love and they're getting connected. And I think that we can move forward. What really struck me with what you said was what you said about slaves built these 
buildings that are now then coming down like we built them we can take them down like and exactly i think that for a lot of people is very confusing i i read an article from a fox news person that said well when lincoln you know sl- freed the slaves that was it what's the big hoopla people just don't even know the history like that did yeah that's not what happened at all and he didn't free the yeah. slaves because he cared about black people he cared about the economy he was exactly. trying to yeah it was about the union like that he was it was completely unrelated to whether he liked black people or not. Mm-hmm. And so I need people to get those lies out of their head. And people keep mm-hmm. thinking their forefathers built this country because they're on a mountain that was stolen from native people. It's still yeah. a sacred mountain. It was a sacred mountain for native people. Mount Rushmore is a, uh, not called Mount Rushmore. It's called something else wow. uh, in a native language. And it's still a sacred mountain that they defaced with those white faces that owned slaves and it's hated tacky. black people. Yeah, beyond tacky. It's so ugly. That's the last monument we need to tear down. We need to blow up that whole thing. Or just (laughs) knock it back into looking just knock it into looking like a mountain again and get those white faces off of it. Because they when they're like, My forefathers built this country. No, my grandfather built this country. My Mm -hmm. grandfather, not forefathers, not a figure of speech. They were picking the cotton to sell the clothes all around the world, and everybody traded with them. So everyone has their dirty ass hand in slavery. And so it's true. it's true. So my grandfathers built this country and right. grandmothers, but mm-hmm. what I don't, what, what I'm not going to take that lying down is that stop living off of these American history lies you were told. We are learning so much. We just found out Beethoven was fucking black this week. I know. So crazy. That was insane to me. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. His mom was like Islamic, like Moorish. <laughs> like, I'm like, honey, that's black. <laughs> like, she's black. <laughs> Moorish is just a fancy way of saying black. <laughs> it is. I'm just like, yo, dun, 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 dun. No wonder he had rhythm. So <laughs> that's saying, yeah, that we've been listening to forever. So it's that's just amazing. funny. I'm like, this is, this. there's no coincidence to any of this, why they have whitewashed history into thinking right. that white people had and did everything because they've lied about it. And so they need to throw away every fucking history book in this country because it's all mm-hmm. trash. It mm-hmm. is trash. You can go on Google. You can go on the Smithsonian.com. You can go on the WhiteHouse.com and find out the truth about all this shit. White, black people built the White House. The White House was built by slaves. The first yep. White House burnt down. And so it had to be rebuilt by the one that was built by slaves. And so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, honey, you're not going to tell me what we're not allowed to do with our property when you never paid us back for it. Amen. Especially like in the UK. I don't know if you know this history, but the UK, they actually don't teach colonialism. They teach the US slavery. So a lot of UK people are actually being paid reparations. Slave owners, like their slave owner families, are being paid reparations for losing their slaves to go to the, to, to go to America. So I was like shook that that's still happening in the UK. It's, it's wrong. It's wrong. There's so many atrocities that happen that are anti-Black all over, all over the planet. Mm-hmm. Like France, France, you know what they owe Haiti? <laughs> you know what they owe Haiti? Oh, They're the people, people talk about Haiti being a poor country. Haiti's a poor country because France made them a poor country. They put them in debt to France to where they could never work themselves out the debt just to be free from France. And France didn't own them. They invaded them. They were their own place. Those people were already native. They were already there. And so the Judas went and killed and raped everybody. And they're like, oh, you want your land back? You have to pay us back with this, in- with this money that's not even real. Because money's not real, everybody. Stop. Don't get this fucked up. Money is a made-up system that goes Mm -hmm. up and down in value with the price of gold in the world. So first of Mm -hmm. all, that's your economic class for today. But the gold isn't even real because America works off of credit. And so Mm -hmm. when the gold isn't real, 
None of it's real. The debt's not mm-hmm. real. Money's not fucking real. Stop making right. money worth more than people because people are real. Money is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad that we even have to say that out loud, but it's true. And I think a lot of people don't understand. They think that if they post a black square on their Instagram, they've done enough, right? So uh, like, well, can we talk about that a little bit? And a lot of the, a lot of what's happening right now is a lot of cancel culture and people are like, why are we being canceled? Well, you were motherfucking racist. Like, a year ago, not even 10 years ago, a year ago, and you're on TV. That's problematic. So can you talk to me uh, you a little bit about though? that? You know what, though? Fuck MTV and fuck the H1 because they were problematic in the first place. Let me tell you something about mm-hmm. this. They yes. do a rap sheet. I have mine right over there. It's the size of a half a Bible on every mm-hmm. tweet, every social media interaction you've had for the past 10 or 12 years or something, and they mm-hmm. review it. And if they review that it's all copacetic to them, you're free to go. And so they already reviewed that stuff when they mm-hmm. cast them for the show. And But now that they found that it's a problem to call people niggers, <laughs> they're like, oh, um, you know what? We had, to, we had to fire them. And they fire them right away to cover their own ass. It's not because mm-hmm. they were racist and they needed to be canceled. It's because MTV is racist. It's because mm-hmm. VH1 is racist. And stop hiring these dumbass white girls that you knew mm-hmm. were racist in the first place. Right. And, oh, my God. Right. I, said, I said to MTV and... Um, in a little what live chat thing? What are those called? Mm-hmm. A story. That's what it is. Sorry, uh-huh. showed my age uh-huh. there. No, I did it's I okay. posted a story. I said, hey MTV, I said, do you remember a little show called Strut You Passed On starring all mm-hmm. trans women of color? Guess how many of mm-hmm. us don't have problematic tweets that you wouldn't have had to fire? Dumb white girls to do a trans girl's yes. job. That's all I got to say mm-hmm. about that. Amen. Say, I, I love you, that. Amen. Yeah, if they would have kept our show on TV, none of us had a problematic past. None of us had issues. But mm-hmm. that, that, like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense because guess what? None of us are stone cold racists and none of us are bigots because we've never been allowed to be because we're already a fucking minority. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think that they were projecting their own, like, oh, they can be difficult. You know, like those, those buzzwords. Oh, trans people can be, oh, people of color are difficult. Oh, gays are difficult. Oh, like they use those funny. words, right? No, here's the thing. This is why most people will not employ trans people in the U.S. And it's because they're afraid that we're going to sue them if they misgender us or they like a lot of stuff is considered sexual harassment because everyone always wants to ask us about our fucking genitals and that Ugh. is sexual harassment. You cannot just ask if I have a fucking pussy and how deep it is. Like, are you out of your mind? And so just because you wouldn't ask your mom that, why the fuck are you asking me that? You fell out of her. I, I want to know how deep her pussy is, you know? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. I'm ask her because that's sexual harassment. It's none of my fucking business. It's the same thing well, with the- trans people. Our private parts are private parts too. And people mm-hmm. get that fucked up all the time. They think that trans people's bodies are public domain and they are not. 
Wow. I've heard that before. One of my friends said that as well. When people ask him, he's like, Google it. Like it's like this weird fascination with what we're not only what's between um, our legs, but also even with gay men, who's top or bottom, who's verse. I've had people ask me that like at a professional dinner. I'm like, this is a professional meeting. Inappropriate. Very and they made it unprofessional. That's that literally mm-hmm. you change the tone to make it unprofessional because, mm-hmm. oh, that pisses me off so much because I, I own my body. This is mine. I, you own your body. It is yours. I have literally asked people like, cause I, I always ask them right back because if you're going to be rude with me, I'll be rude with you. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, so do you have the surgery? I'm like, are we fucking? Do you want to <laughs> exactly? Me? No, do you want to fuck me? Cause mm-hmm. I think you're cute, <laughs> but like, we we need a better intro than this. Are you trying to mm. fuck me? If we are not mm. having sex this evening, you do not need to know about my genital status. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That is for mm-hmm. someone that I am sleeping with. <laughs> We're not sleeping together. Why the fuck Amen. would you ask me that? It is mm-hmm. psychotic. And then you're at, oh, have you had your breast done? You're asking my medical history? Why are you asking my medical history? Like, we're at a party, you psycho bitch. Are you people out but of your I- mind? But then if you yeah. say anything, Aries, I, have you ever experienced this when you do say anything back? Then people are like, well, I didn't mean to offend. You're so sensitive. And people say, yeah. well, I didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, what did you mean it like then? Like, no, like, uh, yeah, no, I'm like, I need to know how big you are. <laughs> like, I mm-hmm. need to know how big you are. Like, is it seven inches, six inches, eight mm-hmm. inches? What are we mm-hmm. working with here? Because you are asking me <laughs> the same thing. You're asking me the same thing. You're asking me shit that is none of my business, like, or none right. of your business. Right, it doesn't right. make sense. So people need to, we, trans people are people. And that sucks that I have to explain that to people. We are human mm-hmm. beings. Uh, I am boring on my best day. Like I am at home cleaning <laughs> my baseboards because I don't- You're like normal. Yeah, you're thank normal. You. That's yeah, a normal yeah, person. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, like if normal even exists. But I mean right. like, yeah, but, but the point is we are people. Like we're just people. We just want to make it to the store, make it home safely and watch our stories like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be a politician, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Season two, but um, they're that not paying me to say funny. that. I am excited, but uh, that but is what funny. I, <laughs> but what I mean is that's that's my crazy trans life that you keep making up in your head to be this crazy weird thing. Like, oh man, she goes home and she's trans. Yeah, I never think about it. I never ever think about it. Like, never think about it. I'm just living my life. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about what wig I want to wear with my outfit tomorrow, <laughs> you know? Yeah, honey. I always tell people, I'm like, the least interesting thing about me is sometimes just being gay. Like, there's so much more intersection to everyone. So putting us in a, in a pigeonhole, oh, Amir, what it's like being a gay man? Well, yeah, it has its challenges, but I'm not going to, like, it's not my entire identity. Yeah, so, I just, yeah, I think of things that I can do that are so much more interesting. Like, I'm an amazing shot at a gun range. <laughs> like, would anyone yes, know that? Honey. Yeah, yeah, arm these trans girls, honey. We're amazing shots. Yes, no, um, oh, I can that. climb a tree like a monkey. <laughs> like, I'm I really love it. Climb See? Trees. You These are I mean? things like, that people don't know. Yeah, that they would—they don't even care to ask because I'm not a person. They just want to know about surgeries and dicks and mm-hmm. pussies and all these nasty words, these little buzzwords that get them excited. I'm like, why are you so excited to talk about my genitals? You guys are fucking. Well, they're weird. fetishizing you. Like, there's a lot of fetishizing as well in our communities with trans people. Like, if you go on Grinder, you know, people are like, you know. TS only and da 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 and it's like oh, yeah. again it's fine if that's your preference but there's a lot of fetishization that happens in our in our culture um, and I'm I'm curious as to like how you navigate some of those things like even like you said trans people are normal they just want to go home they want to live their lives how do you navigate like what's the best response to people like that like because I know that on Instagram you've gone private like you're kind of 
just distancing yourself from some of that. Yes. Like, how do you filter it all out? Cause it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of negativity. It's intense. Like, uh, the dating world, I'm not really involved in right now, just because one COVID-19, like who wants to meet someone right now? I don't. And then, um, let's not, me. I don't know if they'll survive this. So let's just wait. Okay. <laughs> let's see who the survivors are. Let's wait for the strong yeah, ones. The survivors are. Let's see who listened and stayed in the fucking house. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And see exactly. if they'll listen to me when I'm talking. And so just mm-hmm. saying, looking for good listeners. And so, um, yes. Amen. <laughs> no. So, uh, on top of that, well, I went private because I was getting, I was speaking out for BLM and I was putting out resources and phone numbers and ways you could help donate to people being wrongfully arrested. Um, and so I was being very vocal about it. And um, as soon as I started doing interviews, I was I started getting threats like, um, like, you know, I'm going to find where you live and, you know, but, and I'm like, okay, this white supremacist shit, people are really standing behind and trying to defend. And mm-hmm. what people have, where people have me fucked up and where they have all, most trans women fucked up, we have nothing to lose. They already weren't hiring us. They already weren't mm-hmm. picking us for anything. They already weren't putting us anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. That's why I can yeah. say fuck you, MTV. That's why I can say fuck yes. you, Vage One, because you haven't done Good. shit for me. You were never mm-hmm. going to. If you'd have, you'd have done the right thing in the first place. So I'm just saying, uh, that wasn't my first show I ever pitched for them. So I, what I mean is, no, so yeah, I sound better because I am. Because fuck that shit. You know, because now, yep. now they want our help. Then Now they want us to speak out for them and... Hey, mm-hmm. so we're really considering you for no fuck you, bitch. You could have got me when it was the right thing to do. Now mm-hmm. you're under hot, you're in hot fucking water, and you need a black trans woman's help. You need me to throw right. a brick for you again. You know mm-hmm. what I'm not gonna do that. And exactly. so yeah, so I went private because I was getting threats and uh, a lot of hate DMs and people were commenting nasty things like the the n word. Yeah, people were saying like dirty nigger, blah blah blah. And I was just like, okay, girl, like, okay, girl. And it's always from these ghost accounts with like no followers and they yeah. don't have any posts. And I'm like, you're so afraid of me saying something. I want you to show your fucking face, bitch. Show me exactly. your face and it'll, maybe it'll hurt. But right now mm-hmm. you're a fucking troll. You're a ghost and you don't mean shit to me because you don't mean anything. You're literally an invisible right. entity online. And Absolutely. so, yeah, so I went private because I was just protecting my energy and the people who love me and follow me, I have, I've said this over and over again, I have the smartest, uh, most, in, like I have the most intelligent group of followers on the mm-hmm. planet. They do their mm-hmm. own research because I don't post the links to shit, but I post articles all day long about mm-hmm. injustices and things going on mm-hmm. in society right now. And people come back and then they repost and like, oh my God, I didn't know this was going on. Thank you for telling me. Like, look at what's happening in Yemen right now. And we're Mm -hmm. not getting any of that in the news, in the American news. But thanks to social media, we can get all of this online however Mm -hmm. we want it. And so we're all our own reporters. And so I just want to be the people's reporter and tell them the truth. And so I'm giving the truth about everything. I do a lot of research. I read all day. And so I'm not going to stand for people trying to shut down the truth when I like I'm I don't care if you blew at me. I've seen what you clap for. Look at, like, you voted for Donald Trump. You like that? <laughs> Bitch, I don't give a yeah. fuck what you think. Like, mm-hmm. You're a dumb whore. Like, you're a dumb piece mm-hmm. of shit. Stupidest right. people on the planet vote for Donald Trump. Like, or still right. support him. He is a vocal, out right. loud racist. He mm-hmm. is, he literally has KKK supporting him. Why the Absolutely. fuck? And, and people are still Donald. standing with him. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's something to have voted for him four years ago, but people are still standing with him. And now I'm like, and someone said to me, I, I'm not hateful. I just voted for Donald Trump. But those things are me. They're very together. Like, yeah, they're, that hand is in, together. they're hand in hand. They're hand if in you're hand. saying you want them to build a wall on a country 
that used to be mostly Mexico <laughs> out of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, you're an ignorant piece of shit. You're an ignorant mm-hmm. piece of shit. They deserve to be here just as much as you deserve to be here. You would just happen to be born here. And yes. they don't, I'm sorry, it should be easier. It should be easier to get a citizenship in this country than it should be getting a driver's license. But no, they need you to buy cars. And so mm-hmm. you got to follow the money. And so they want you to pay all this money to get a citizenship to a shitty country run by fucking Donald Trump. Uh, oh my God. America is one of my favorite things I've heard so far. America is um, a broke ass country with a Gucci belt. Like it oh. looks, everyone thinks it has everything. Everyone thinks America is all that. Bitch, our healthcare system fucking sucks. We have homeless, mm-hmm. we have kids who need, who are missing out on school lunches or whatever, and they're starving mm-hmm. at home when that should mm-hmm. never have been a thing. There's, America's so rich. We don't act rich because we don't take care mm-hmm. of our own. They're like, we we keep, they're like, let's make a SpaceX program. I'm like, maybe we solve the problems down here first. Maybe we do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know that the billionaires during COVID-19 when everyone's unemployed have made $450 billion. The U.S. billionaires. They've profited off of people's demise. So they don't give a fuck about us. Honey, what I see happening is if this voting suppression uh, thing works again and Trump wins again, honey, Mussolini, Marie Antoinette. Yeah. I'm sorry. We've seen it in history. Mm -hmm. It always repeats itself. You can only Mm -hmm. keep the poor this poor for a little while right, before it's right. off with your fucking head. And I'm not making Absolutely. threats, I'm not making plans. I'm telling you how Absolutely. history repeats itself. No, it, it does. Happen. Eat the rich, eat the rich, you know. Eat the rich, back. it will happen mm-hmm. again. And so, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Here. yeah I'm me like, neither. Me too. I'm like, yeah, you do. Take them all. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you. There was uh, so ABC News uh, over the weekend. Uh, Barbara Fadida had said a bunch of racist things, and The View addressed it. So she had gone into kind of saying that some of their reporters were picking cotton and like all of this stuff, like just really just nasty racist stuff. And so she's been removed. But I'm just curious as to your reaction of like someone that's a gatekeeper of the news being that racist. Is that surprising or based oh, on what oh, we're funny. seeing? I, I love when people are surprised with American racism. It's so deeply ingrained in these people's psyches to think that they're yeah. better than someone else because of their skin color. Mm-hmm. Like, may I remind everyone, the most educated first lady in America was the first black one. Mm-hmm. Amen. Out of forty or to forty-five presidents, she's still the most educated one yeah. and the yeah. most qualified. And so yeah. I'm just, just saying, just saying, she's qualified to be president, not even just first lady. And mm-hmm. so, let's talk about skin color and why people think that that is a merit to think that you're better than someone else. That mm-hmm. doesn't make any fucking sense. We can speak the same languages as you. We can achieve the same amounts of knowledge as you. We have mm-hmm. heart surgeons, doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also a heart surgeon. Um, no, but we have, <laughs> we, have, no, we have amazing actors. We have former presidents. We have Beyonce. Like it's, we have the only- inventor of the AC. Imagine not having AC was a black man. Honey, exactly. The stoplight. Like, we mm-hmm. have done so much, so right. much. For but they never get credit because no. white inventors will take credit. Even the light bulb the was, not, was not Edison. Yeah, get this. And if you they do get credit, they'll ruin it. Did you know a black man invented the wrench? And what? honey, the wrench as we know it today, but guess what they call it? A monkey wrench. And they did it because <gasps> a black person invented it. Oh hell he no. Got the, he That's got why the patent. Monkey? He got yeah, it was one where he actually got the patent and he made money off of the monkey the, of the wrench because he was a famous right. boxer and he invented right. this wrench. And so now they call it the monkey wrench because they always have to take stuff away from us and make it like make it derogatory. I remember being a kid and being like, why is it called monkey wrench? My mom was like, monkey play with it. No one knows. 
No one could tell me why. No one could tell me because yeah. it didn't look like a monkey. I was like, what is it? Like, I don't get it. It's right. not shaped like right. a monkey. No, right. it's because they're, it's because America is rooted in racism and they have a deep denial with it and they never want to pay us back. And we're going to get our reparations. I don't know yes, when. Yes, you are. I don't know yes, how, but I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I'm predicting the future. History will repeat itself. It, I mean, listen, it has to because people can only, like you said, stay down and, and take it for so long to be mistreated, especially a country where everyone looks to America and goes, this is my dream. Whether it's in Hollywood, whether it's in Broadway, people want to come here. They want to be stars, you know. But the thing that sucks is like you shouldn't only get respect if you're a celebrity that's black. Like, how is you that know, fair? That was one of my biggest reasons for becoming a celebrity. Like when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I already knew I was queer. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing when I was a young, very Femme kid, when I was like six or seven, I remember seeing Prince and Michael Jackson in my home a lot. And Mm -hmm. these are women. (laughs) These look like women. But they are being celebrated for it. Prince is walking around in five-inch pumps with a guitar Mm -hmm. and some tights on. And they're like, oh, he's the man. And I'm like, I'm going to have to get famous because that's exactly as queer as I am. And I'm going to have to get famous for it to be okay because it's not okay on a regular (laughs) basis. I remember learning this from watching it from people. People treated queer people and femme men very, very badly. And they were horrible to Mm -hmm. trans women because I saw them on Maury Povich and Jerry Springer. And they were horrible to them. And they were made to the butt of a joke. And I knew what I was, but I knew I had to get famous. I knew I had to get famous. Otherwise, I was going to live in misery. Absolutely. So Some of those Jerry Springers are are very cringeworthy, but like it's honey. like, but it's crazy. But it shows us how far we have not come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people love to say, "Look how far we've come." I can't like, but like if you look at it, even if you look at SNL, Bowen Yang, that that guy posted all those anti Asian podcasts a year before he got hired. You're telling me that SNL could, didn't see that? Of course they saw it. Of course they okay. saw it. We see everything, and the thing is, you can't cancel everyone on what they did in the past. Right. Because you have to have learning moments. You have to have teachable moments. And people live a long time. They can't be canceled forever. They have to be able to learn from their mistakes. It's true. Like, I'd hope that I got the grace of whoever to learn from a mistake that I made. But Absolutely. I don't, but you're I willing to learn, that. right? Like, I feel like yeah, that's the no, difference. That's, a lot of people, like, that get caught. They're like, I'm not sorry because it was just in humor. And they try to explain it. I think you should own the mistake, right? No, because I think I've absolutely said, like, maybe in my early 20s when I was a fresh model, I probably said some fat phobic things or made sure. some fat phobic jokes. And sure. those aren't okay. And those weren't right. okay then. It's just, bitch, I was so deep in anorexia and bulimia. I had so many issues of my own. You know, I had absolutely. issues of my own. So I wasn't thinking... Oh, let me hurt. Like, this is hurting someone else. Like, I was thinking it's making me thinner, which it wasn't. I was a dumbass kid. You calling someone else fat does not make you thinner, girl. You calling someone Mm. ugly does not make you any prettier. In fact, it makes you uglier. But, you know, you learn that from learning and being open to learning and learning what real life is about. And it's not about a body weight. It's not about how you look. It's about how you treat people. And so all these, it's about how you treat people. I think all of us should be treated on how we treat people. Like, get rid of the racists. I'm sorry. Yes. Keep keep the refugees. Take the racists. Like I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, no, I agree. I agree. And you need one good person. I remember I had a friend in college that pulled me aside and said, "Some of your comments are very like kind of like you. I also struggled with an eating disorder. They were very fat phobic and fat shaming. And and just having her bring that to my attention. Of course, no one wants to be called out. So I was like, "What do you mean by that?" And then, but I had to sit with it. So sometimes you need someone to not cancel you and give you an opportunity to change. And I think. This country, the fact of the matter is we can't go back to normal. A lot of people are saying, are we going to go back to normal? You can't. You can't. You can't. You no, can't put Hollywood, it back in the to- toothpaste. It's not going to go back in the, in no. the tube. 
It's out. No, it's not. No, that's absolutely how this is going because we have been pushed to the brink. We got pushed mm-hmm. to the brink with Rodney King. We got pushed yes. to the gr- uh, we got pushed to the brink with Martin Luther King. We we're pushed mm-hmm. to the brink with George George Floyd. How many times? Oh, we were pushed to the brink with Emmett Till. How many times do they think we're going to keep letting this fucking slide? And the last mm-hmm. time we got a president and Oprah out of it. And so I'm just saying, what do you think is going to happen this time? Like, it's, it's going to be something big. And I think it's the end of white supremacy because we I, keep... I sure as hell, hell hope so. And my stepdad, who's uh, a black man uh, from mm-hmm. the South, said, like, this is this is the racist last hiccup. Donald Trump is their last hiccup at power. And they know it's failing because you would right. not you would not try so hard to fight something that you didn't think was a threat. Because exactly. You wouldn't have a rally during a pandemic that was half empty because people, you know, got in there, honey, and bought multiple tickets to fuck with your ass. So exactly. you, you stay in your seat. And then the voter suppression in Georgia, making people wait for four or five hours. You're you're doing stuff that is so categorically on the wrong side of history. And the fact of the matter is people are done. And, and I want to make this very clear to people who are watching. Black, white supremacists are not only after black people. They are after queer people. They are after Jewish people. They are after Muslim people. They are after Asian, Mexican. They're not just hating only black people. I want to make that very clear. So the fact is black activists now are pushing the elevator button for the rest of us to get in. I would that never is. feel safe in this country without black people. You all yes. started all of this. You made it safe for us. Thank you. No. Oh, and let's be really, really clear. White people who think you're immune to this Hitler started getting down to eye color. Don't forget that, because if you didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes, you were murdered too, bitch. Which means mm-hmm. it's not even about race at that point. You, when you mm-hmm. don't speak out for the lowest, to- uh, the lowest common denominator or person in your society, honey, you're speaking against yourself in just a few years. Because Amen. just give it time, you're next on the docket. Amen. I remember someone online, I, I compared Trump to Hitler and they were like, that's such a stretch. And I'm like, is it? No, Hitler killed um, gay people, disabled people. He made fun of Polish people. What is Trump doing? Making fun of disabled people, um, mm-hmm. taking away LGBTQ rights. The fact that everyone's, and listen, I'm happy about the Supreme Court case and I'm celebrating as well. But the fact that we have to celebrate that people have rights at work to not get fired for who they are, that's not a celebration. That's it's a requirement. Not. That's it's a requirement. Not. Yeah, as glad Dang. about the ruling as it, like, it's just, it should not have had to be a ruling. <laughs> like, liberty and justice for all, not just cis, white, straight guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liberty Amen. and justice for all. Like, live by the fucking thing that you keep having us preach every fucking morning, like Nazis. That's a Nazi right. thing to do anyway, doing the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm not pledging to a fucking flag. It's fucking fabric. It's just, <laughs> it's just fabric. No one else like, treats their flag like this. Nobody else. Every yeah. other country, they have flags too. They don't treat it like it's like a deity. We like pray to the flag. You know, 4th of yeah. July. You know, all of this. It's just... Yeah, much. they're like, I pledge allegiance to the flag. I'm like, do you hear yourself? You guys are part of a regime. This is mm-hmm. this is the beginning of something terrible. You're an army of idiots who are fed fake news with a fake mm-hmm. history book with no history in it that's real. Mm-hmm. Like oh, like how they said George Washington's teeth were wooden? No, they were pulled from slaves. They were not made, they were not wooden. They were pulled wow. from live people wow. and put into his skull. He is a body snatcher. Like, I love when out, people thought that out. They were like, oh, this movie seems so crazy. Not so crazy. It wasn't crazy <laughs> to us. <laughs> like we've, we've been watching white girls pump their asses and lips up for fucking years now and we're like girl what are you doing because right. when you, when we had it naturally you made fun of us and called us ghetto 
Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Becky, look at her up about it. It's so big. There's a line in the song for a reason. It's because y'all said it out loud and now all you guys want big butts. Right. Look at the Kardashians. I mean, the fact that everyone's trying to be black and appropriating the culture so willy-nilly, but the minute anyone speaks up, why are y'all being so sensitive? At least they're bringing attention to your culture. Are you kidding me? That's not the way. Like, I I remember someone was like, why are you always complaining about terrorist depiction in movies? At least they're Middle Eastern. I'm like, but it's not, it's not helping us. If someone watches that, they're like, all Muslim people are terrorists. That's what it's saying. Yeah, no, like, and it, not until not until just like two years ago did you get a show that was showing Muslim people as something as normal people. Fucking Rami, mm-hmm. like exactly. that's the first show that I've ever seen where they're just people living their mm-hmm. lives. You know, mistake, drinking, having sex. That's like normal Muslims. Like yeah. not all of us are like really orthodox. Like that's not the norm. Yeah, like not everyone's praying to Mecca at a certain time every day, guys. Some people are at work and just staying at work. Exactly. And And some people are living their lives. And I think it's like that for the black community as well. Not all of them are entertainers and not all of them are what people deem as thugs in the media, like quote unquote, because the fact of the matter is there are all spectrums to black people like white people. And let's talk about this. White people are the biggest thugs in this country. They were the only ones looting. Let's be honest. Every every person you saw looting was white with a black mask on. And so, yeah, they were the only ones looting. They're the only ones shooting up schools and movie theaters. I'm sorry. Like, find me my black mass shooter, please. Where but why do they have mental illness? And why do we feel sorry for them? Whenever a white man shoots up anything, wow, you know, he had a very strange relationship with his mom. He was, his mom hated him. But like, when it comes to people like Muslim people, George black Floyd, people, yeah. they're, they're dis- oh, George Floyd was on fentanyl. So what? Every single white person that gets arrested, and he wasn't, by the way, every white person that gets arrested is on every drug, but they're Bitch, like, oh, wait, every, yeah, every gay yeah. in WeHo right now is on G or K. Exactly. So please, exactly. no, so you deserve to be strangled to death outside with a, by a cop by someone's fucking knee. Bitch, fuck you. Fuck you. You're it's fucking racist. Up. Yeah, you're it's fucking racist. racist. It's the fact that they're the family of George Floyd has this, and I'm just gonna say this to wrap up because it's it's very important that people get it. With the fact that George Floyd's family has to go and get a private autopsy person shows how racist the whole system is. The fact exactly. that they can't trust the government to do right by them and they have to go pay out of their own pockets. Because a lot of people DM me and they're like, Why are celebrities giving so much money to George Floyd's family? Because of that. They have mm-hmm. to pay a private autopsy person thousands of dollars they don't have. Mm-hmm. Like, and they you know? know they don't have it. And so in, yeah. uh, to wrap up, the last thing yes. I want to get is the guy yeah. the, uh, the guy that killed George Floyd, how they're mm-hmm. not letting black cops watch him or handle him. I'm like, oh, so when it's a black person and we get a jury of our peers and it's all white people, what the mm-hmm. fuck is that about? Because shouldn't mm-hmm. it be all black people? Shouldn't white people not be handling this? You guys have never handled this correctly. Look how many Ever. black people are in prison. It's because you're not our fucking peers. Absolutely. And even even with the Rodney King, you know, case like that cop, they actually prosecuted him in Orange County or like I think Riverside and they had an all white. They didn't do it where it happened. Exactly. So there's a lot. I'm like white people are pretending to be all like woke and shit, but it's all fake. You're even that not allowing. So you're saying that a black cop who has made an oath is going to kill that cop because he's black. That's that's like. Very backwards, that whole yeah, thing. No, and it means you're okay. You know that cops kill people, don't you? Mm-hmm, and that they mm-hmm. get away with it with their immunity from their unions and that he's going to get half a million dollars in pension if he gets let go and he can go work somewhere else. Exactly. But you can't well, have 
Yeah. You know what's yeah, funny? No, but- is that everyone's upset about George Floyd's family getting all this money, right? But the second officer who just paid his $750,000 bail, who do you think paid that? Who do you think paid Hello? that? Hello? There's, there's a reason they pad these police fucking uh, budgets so mm-hmm. heavily. It's to mm-hmm. pay for all the shit they do that's wrong. And it's to keep yeah. the status quo the status quo and to keep these rich white people, rich and white and protected by them. They're doing yes. their bidding. They're not protecting us or they're not yes. serving us. They're doing what rich white people want them to do. And the system is not broken. It's, exa- it's exactly as they wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. Amen. I mean, it's it's very true. And I, I, I saw um, Patrice Cullors who started Black Lives Matter a couple years ago on a panel. And I want to end on this because I loved what she said. She was like, you know, as black women in this country, we're activists. We, we are on the front lines. We're doing so much. But sometimes we also get our nails done and get our hair done and listen to Mariah Carey. So for everyone out there who's an activist, who's on the front lines, is doing the, the work, is, you know, dismantling the racism within their own families. I implore you to practice self-care. I think it's important that you don't get burnt out. This is the long fight, honey. This is the fight that, you know, with Muslims, we're just slowly from 2001 getting respect again. It took, what, 19 years for people to finally not see us as a threat. So this is not going to happen overnight. It's going, but the fact is we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's out, honey. It is out and I want it out. Like it needs to stay out. out. I'm so glad this happened. Like, I'm so yes. glad this happened. Yes. Like, Absolutely. I, everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen next? I'm like, I'm glad this happened because I can call a racist a racist now and you have to fucking take it because you all Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. They are, not you. I know you're not. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, by the way, you mentioned Mariah Carey. That's who I was channeling yes. today. <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but you're channeling it. Woo. <laughs> With her rainbow <laughs> shit, right? Yes, honey, you are. We love Mimi. Um, I mean, listen, I, that was good. Yes, honey. Um, we, I wish you all could see Arisa's is giving us life in these uh, videos, honey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to wrap up, I love talking to you. You're such a, an amazing activist and you're really bringing attention and taking up space in media. And I really always wish you the best. And I think that, like I said, this is, we can't backtrack. And I think it's important that we call people in and we don't call people out and it, it takes time to get there. Cause I want to cancel everyone, yeah. but you know, you we can't. can't always do that. You yeah, can't. we can't, we can't, we have to teach everyone that wants to learn. If you don't want to learn, girl, move somewhere else because yeah. America is yeah. about to be land of the free for real after this. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. We've been saying it and we don't even know what we've been saying for all these years, but it's about time that even as 4th of July rolls around, be conscious of what you're celebrating and who you're celebrating and why you're celebrating this country because this country was made on the backs of black people and foreigners and immigrants, the people that you say, oh, why are there so many like illegal immigrants in this country? Why don't you do the job that they do? I have friends exactly. who have parents that are Mexican Americans and they're, you know, they're immigrants and they clean ditches and 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 gutters. Are you willing to do that, Miss White Karen across the street who's judging? I'd like to mm-hmm. see you get in the gutter. So I just want to say for all immigrants and anyone who's listening, thank you for everything you do. And it, it, it's not unseen by us. Yeah, I'm here for dreamers. And yes. I think they I think they belong here. Get rid of the racists, keep all the immigrants. Amen. Amen. Abolish Amen. the police and abolish the for-profit prison system. <laughs> yeah, the for-profit system, prison system has got to go. And just to say this one last thing, a lot of people that are in prison for infractions on weed are- Should all be much, let go. Should all be let go because who's making money off of that business right now that's been legalized? White right. men 
in, in LA, you see it. There's a dispensary on every corner. Those are built on the backs of black men who are still in prison after 25 years. They've literally spent their youth over a, a weed and frat. Imagine if you went to prison for 25 years for smoking a fucking blunt on the corner of the street. Are you joking? Like, that's crazy. I'd be in jail um, for life. Yeah, same girl. Same. <laughs> same girl. Oh my God. That's amazing. Well, I wish you all the best, Aris. Um, everyone, just go follow. Um, you know, if you're not a racist, Aris will accept your request on Instagram. Um, tell us where they can follow you. Uh, at Aristocrat on all platforms Twitter, Tumblr. And then I have a Facebook that's Aris Wanzer and it's got the blue check mark. And I love you, Amir. Thank you for having me. I love you so much and everyone, you know, practice that self-care and thank you for being here with the Take On for the Broadway Podcast Network. I'm Amiri Sai. We'll see you soon. Love you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.